want this to be a- Idaho grows more potatoes than any other state, than Washington, than North Dakota, than Wisconsin, and Colorado. Keep so going. I'm talking about I'm something s- serious right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Take It On The Road. With your favorite podcast hosts, Taylor and Sarah. Okay, so on today's episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about our testimonies. I think that it's really cool when people like to share their testimonies, and it's like, I feel like testimonies are kind of like uplifting to other people of yeah. like- Seeing, like, how far Sarah and I have come since, I mean, our BC days. Our or, beautiful high school days. Um, so, I, I think it's just really encouraging to other people who may be going through things that we've been through or might go through them and they've watched this and they're like, oh, Sarah and Taylor did this. I mean, yeah. we don't have all the answers. But we did do stupid things. Yeah. And we don't do them anymore. Yeah, because Jesus is so good. Yeah, Jesus is a good guy. So, okay, guys. So... I was born 1999, November. My parents were both, um, I think they had, I mean, I, I guess, okay. My parents had graduated from high school, but my mom was pregnant with me in high school. And so just two fresh out of high school kids trying to raise a kid. And, um, we lived, I think we like lived next to my grandma. Mm. That doesn't matter. I don't know why I said that. But then they had my sisters, Emily and Haley. And then, whenever I was in fourth grade, my parents got divorced, which was an interesting time in the life of Taylor. For sure. Um, definitely, okay, so, all my life, no, not all my life, for, like, most of my growing up life, the amount of Jesus knowledge that I had was that of going to, like, a VBS, so I knew, like, yeah. about Noah's Ark, and, and like, like, Jesus died that, for your sins. I do, honestly don't even think I knew that. Hmm. I think I knew about Jesus, no, I knew about Noah's Ark. I knew that they gave good snacks, and Period. I love to watch Veggie Tales. And I like really only went to VBS and sometimes Sunday school with my grandma or my aunt. Yeah, that was like really the only experience I had. And so then in fourth grade, I I was like, "What the heck's happening?" Didn't really. They were like trying to make me go to my school counselor, and I did not <laughs> like my school counselor. Yeah. So I was just. Who does? Like, I mean, I was a little fourth grade girl who like felt like it was her fault that her parents got divorced. Yeah. And then, um, kept going on with life. Uh, my mom got remarried to my stepdad, who is awesome. Love, Dustin. Um, my dad got remarried in junior high. No, he wasn't in junior high whenever I was in junior high. To a lady. She was interesting. Hopefully she's not listening to I this. I doubt it. I highly if doubt you it. you are, sorry. I highly doubt um, that but, your dad's so, ex-wife is listening to this. True. So, I... Um, after my dad got remarried, there was, like, a little bit of an interesting, um, our relationship just wasn't the best. My mom and Dustin, like, none of us still went to church. My mom and Dustin actually, um, owned a bar together. So, like, Mm -hmm. literally after school, the bus would drop me off at the bus stop and I would walk to the bar and I would play Red Solo Cup to annoy my mom on the jukebox and play pool and eat, like, chicken strips or something. (laughs) So, that was, like, my growing up life. And so... We lived in this house right by the bar that we were, like, renting from some people, and just randomly, I don't even really know what happened, but we just, like, couldn't live there anymore, and we had nowhere else to live, so we decided to live, well, um, my stepdad was like, we'll just move into the bar and I'll turn it into a house, like, he was gonna change it all up and make it look like a house, which was really cool, and we were like, yeah, let's do that, but for the time being, we were literally sleeping on our, on our mattresses, in the floor of the bar, we had, like, our, t- we literally had, like, 
um, I, like, vividly remember, like, our clothes were by, like, um, the railing of the bar that, like, went onto the dance floor. The dance floor, like, had all of our, like, stuff and, like, boxes. Um, literally all of our mattresses were lined up together. Yeah. And, um, we, like, had a TV that we would, like, watch together every night. And, um, crazy enough, like, that was, like, such a fun time in my life, even though it was, like, I mean, looking back at it now, people are like, oh my gosh, you lived on the floor of the bar. I feel like one of the most, the, like, not funniest, one of the, like, I guess funniest and, like, iconic things about you is that you lived, or you slept on a bar. Yeah. So, I, like, when I visited Taylor's hometown, I made her stop outside the bar. It's, like, a burnt-down bar now, or, yeah. like, a run-down bar, and made me take a, like, made her take a picture of me. Yeah. It, so... That was just a very interesting time in my life, but, so, like she said, burnt down. Um, we lived there, um, and on my, I believe it was, like, my 13th or my 14th birthday, the bar burnt down. Not down. Yeah. It wasn't, like, to the ground, but it burnt, and, like, everything in it was pretty much done. Like, we couldn't live there anymore. It just wasn't really, like, fixable. So, then, after that, so it was my birthday, so, I mean, it was, like, <laughs> not the best birthday, and it, the... There was, like, a church that was, like, up the road from us, and I think that we might have been there, like, once before. I don't remember, but we could... I, I mean, my middle school years were very blurry. Yeah. Um, but, so, they kind of, like... They, like, threw me a birthday party, and they, like, bought me clothes. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, this is fun. You're like, whoop de do. And then my mom was like... I guess she was more of like a, hey, we should repay them by going to church. And me and my sisters were like, yeah, sure, that's fun. Um, so then we decided to go to church... And, honestly, like, we really enjoyed it. We started to, like, love it. I actually, like, joined the youth group, started going. My first youth event was actually an event at James River, the West Campus. Oh, that's funny. Which, if you guys don't know, like, whenever I came to James River College, where I served was at West Campus Youth. So, I don't know. It was just, like, a really cool full circle moment. Yeah, for but, sure. So, I started, like, really being involved in their youth group, and, like, I started going to camps during the summer and serving at kids' camps, and uh, I, like, really fell in love with church, and my mom liked it, my sisters liked it, my stepdad didn't really like it, my dad didn't go to church, so yeah. that was that was kind of an interesting thing, and then, like, actually really cool story with my stepdad, like, he, like, wanted to prove us wrong and was, like, going to different yes, churches yeah. and reading the Bible and was, like, I'm gonna, like, basically prove you yeah, guys wrong. Yeah, I remember like, him telling me that, and I was that, like, wow. That, um, like, God isn't real, and then, like, somewhere along the way, he, like, went to a church and got saved, and it, it was now a really cool moment, and now he's youth our home church youth pastor, which is just, like, a cool, um, thing to happen, but, um, so then after that, so that was in, like, junior high, I started to do all that kind of stuff, and then going into high school, I was kind of, like, trying to make different friends. I mean, I grew up in the same small town my whole life, so yeah. I was, like, a really good kid. I was, like, a church kid. I didn't really do much, and I, like, didn't want to do much, and then I, like, started to have, then I started to have, like, I just, me and my dad didn't really get along, and then yeah. I had that whole, you know, like, how can, uh, Loving father, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, If an yes. earthly father doesn't love me, how can a heavenly father love me? Like most people with, like, dad issues have. So then I was just, like, kind of lost for a season of, like, what do I do now? And then I got, like, really depressed and, like, honestly very suicidal. Like, yeah. I literally wrote, like, suicide notes and my mom was, pulled me out of school and, like, talked to me about them. Yeah. 
Um, but so I, I was just like really sad. And then I like made new friends who didn't really love Jesus that much, which mm. I still love these friends to this day, but they started to go to parties and I was yeah. like, oh, well, I don't really want to do that. And then somewhere along the way I started to, but I wouldn't drink and I wouldn't cuss and I wouldn't do all the things that they were doing. And then one day I just like started to be like, why not? So then like my junior, senior, like junior summer, I think going into my senior year, I just kind of like fell off the deep end and I like was kind of living a double life. Yeah. I like would go to church on Sunday and Wednesdays. I would be a part of the youth group. I would do all of these things, but behind the scenes, I was really going to parties and yeah, like drinking. And then I then I finally graduated and I um, moved to college and was like, oh, I'm on my own. I can make my own decisions. And I did not make the smartest decisions. And I just got in with a really wrong crowd. And I started to like smoke weed and yeah. like drink. And honestly, I like. Because I, like, knew the Lord and I, like, had a relationship with the Lord at that time, it was very interesting for me, like, what I was feeling. Because, I mean, I was feeling, like, deep conviction. But yeah. I was, like, I don't know any other way to cope than to do what I'm doing. Because, I mean, I was I was depressed and I was sad. So, I, like, I like physically remember being at, being at parties and, like, going, like, driving myself home and like sobbing my eyes out mm -hmm. because I was like like the Lord is so sad yeah. that I'm doing this and like that conviction was like always there which is like so hard for me because I'm like I knew better like yeah, why was yeah. I doing things like that and then I got in some trouble and my mom was like okay you're done you're not going to that college you're moving back home and I was like oh like this is so awful like I hate it yeah. I hate everything now looking back on that I did not hate my mom and I wish that I would never said a lot of the things <laughs> yeah. that I said because like my mom is not, literally yeah. one of the best people on this whole planet um fact she is so then I was like whatever and then summer came around and somebody I don't even know I just got like asked to be a co-leader at oh yeah church camp mm -hmm. and it was at the same church camp that right. I, grew I up forgot at. that that's how that happened and I um Went to the same, I went to SOMO camps growing up, so I got asked to be, like, a co-leader at a SOMO camp, and I was like, yeah, sure, like, any, You're any, like, whatever. Any place I can be that my mom's not, which, now thinking about, back on that, I'm like, I'm literally so crazy, but, so I went into the week not really thinking about, like, I was like, the Lord's not gonna do anything in my life, like, I'm just here to yeah. be away from my own problems, and so the first night, I was, like, praying with students, and all that stuff, and then I, like, went back to my room, and I was, like, like, I was, like, I remember vividly, like, praying, like, Lord, like, please show me what I'm, like, supposed to do in my future, like, yeah, I just need to know, like, I need confirmation, I need to, like, I just need something, like, I'm, I'm broken, like, I yeah. just need something, and so that next night, I was, like, since I was a leader, I was, like, praying with students, and I felt like the Lord gave me a word for a student, um, and so I, like, told her, I, honestly, I don't really remember what the word was, but I know it was, like, about her future. And I was, like, and I went back to my room and I was, like, really? Lord, you, like, told her what she was going to do? And you're not going to tell me what I'm going to do? Yeah. Like, so rude. Which is so funny how, like, the Lord does that. I feel like a lot of times when you're, like, in a mm -hmm. broken spot, you ask the Lord for, like, almost a sign, which, like, 
I feel like biblically speaking, like theologically, that's like kind of a dangerous thing to oh, do. Oh, I 100% do not think you should be like, Lord, if you want me to do this, give me, give a, me sign. a sign. I 100% do not think that that is yeah, what you should Yeah, I think do. that's like almost like a dangerous game. But yeah. it is funny that when like you get to that point where you're like, God, I need you to do something in my life right now or blah, 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 blah. Mm. He will, but it's it's usually so starkly different from what you thought. Yeah, because so he, like, told me this about this girl, and I told her, and I came back, and I was, like, so mad. I was, like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I want to know what I want to do, and now I tell this girl what she wants to do. Then the next night, I was, like, asking the same thing. I was, like, please, Lord. And he was, like, go pray for that kid. And so I, like, went and prayed for this kid. The The kid, like, got filled with the Holy Spirit. It was actually a really cool moment. And um, then I was just, like, Lord, like, please, like, show me what you want for me. And then the next night, I was, like, it was, like, a, a callings night, mm-hmm. which was, it's, like, thinking back on it now, it was so crazy. And so he was, like, the, the speaker at the time was, like, um, if you are, like, supposed to be and uh, be a missionary, mm-hmm. like, stand up. And they all, like, stood up, and they, like, he's, like, and come to the front. And he's, like, okay, these, these are your missionaries. And he's, like, who in this room feels called to be a pastor. And he's like, come to the front of the room. And then he's like, pastors, like, these are the people you need to be praying Mm. for. Like, these missionaries. And then he was like, like, if you feel called to youth ministry, stand up. And it, like, literally felt like I didn't do it. Like, I just... Like, someone forced you out of the chair. Like, someone forced me out of my chair. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. He's calling these students up and I'm a leader. And, like, I don't know. I was like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then whenever I, like, went up to the front, I just, like, felt this, like... The Lord was like, exactly what you've been doing this week is like what I've called you to do, mm, which yeah. was like praying for students and like being with students. And I like, backstory, the previous week of this church camp, my sister went as a camper and she came back and she was like, Taylor, I met this girl at, at camp. Like she's from James River College. Like, I think you need to meet her. Like, and she knew that I was going the next week as a leader. And I was like, honestly, Emily, I don't think the same people show up that were there the previous yeah. week. I mean, going to gym from college, they don't, I mean, some go, but no, not, yeah, all, not all the same people. So, after I got done to that altar call, I, like, walked back, and literally, I'm, like, sobbing my eyes out, and this girl comes up to me, and she's like, hey, like, have you ever heard of James for college? It? it was Laura. Oh, that's funny. So, then I was like, oh my gosh, like, like, because I was like, I just knew, like, that the Lord wanted me to do something, and I was like, this is it, like, James for college, I'm going to go do youth ministry, um, like, this is, this is it for me. So I start talking to this girl, find find out this is the exact same girl that my sister had met the week before. So that was just kind of a confirmation that, like, this is where the yeah. Lord wants me because, like, he's using other people to even yes. show me it. Yeah. So that was really cool. And then I, like, I mean, I honestly, and that was not 100%. Like, I felt, I mean, I felt change and, like, I knew what the Lord wanted me to do. But it was very hard going back home to the same situation that I had yeah. been in. I would like to say that I n- never did a bad thing again, but I definitely went back to the same situation, yeah, yeah, and I, sure. like, it was very hard for me to pull away from that, and I, I... It's, like, definitely, like, you experience a culture shock once you're, like, living in sin, like, you know, yeah. for a while, and then, like, something, something along the lines of, like, spirituality or Jesus grasps you, yeah. and then you have to, like, be like, okay, God, and then you dr- immediately go back into what you were doing, but not, yeah. like actively sinning but I mean, back it, into the community it, yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like uh, like purposeful sin it was more of like a 
You found I mean, it no better. I, I didn't. Like it was your life. And it had been my life for like over like over a year. So it was just something that I had been constantly living in. It was almost like like an addiction, I guess you could say. It's like like Not like it was. Okay, yeah, so it was an addiction of being like going to parties and doing all of these things and so it was it was very hard for me and I was like praying like Lord please like make me stop doing these things. Yeah. And then um Actually, I had, like, a, I was, like, talking to my dad about going to James River College because I hadn't told him yet because I'd already been going to a different college. And he was, like, you know, he was, like, that's a mistake. You're never going to make money. You're never going to make anything of yourself. You're never going to be successful going into ministry school. And I was, like, you're right. And from then on, I was, like, just kidding. I'm not going to James River College. And my mom, and then my mom sat me down and she was, like, Taylor, the Lord called you to something, basically. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to do it. Yeah. Like, like, you've already... Like, like the Lord has already called you to, to this, um, and like I believe in you, and like, who cares if who cares if you don't make money? Like you're gonna be happy, and that is what yeah. success is to and you. Like, I think an important thing to note is like you were already one semester or one year into, into a, different, a different college. college yes. Yeah. So I mean, it was like a di- it was like very different. I was like, am I even gonna have money to do this? Because I mean, I didn't work. Do you regret going to the college for that one year? I'd like to say yes, but no, because I feel like through what I went through, I learned so many things. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. I, I mean, I would like to say I would love to live a life where I never, ever thought about going to parties, and I never thought about doing drugs, and I never, like, I, I just never did anything. Yeah. But also, I, I believe that I am the person I am today, and I'm able to communicate with students and like be on the level of like students what they're going through right now because I went through those things yes like the amount of times I've talked to students and I think that that's like your heart yeah I mean like Taylor's dad died in like December Mm -hmm. was it December or was it late November in just early December and like a month later Taylor was telling people like well yeah now it's a different way I get to connect with students and I'm like huh like I'd be like I, I that's just my my look on that would be so different from Taylor's. So I feel like that's always been your heart. Of yeah. Like wanting, like, thankful for doing the things that you did so, so that, that I can, you can yeah. connect and, like, minister to other students. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not saying that if you've never went through anything in your life, you can't do no, that. Because not. I believe that your testimony of never going through anything is way stronger yeah. than me going through stuff. But I do think that being in student ministry... Going through, like, my parents getting divorced, going through having a phase of partying and doing drugs, and how, I mean, even having my dad die, like, I, I think that, I mean, all of those things are sad, but I, I think that the Lord has used them in such a way of, like, equipping me to do exactly what he's called me to do. Yeah. Which, and I mean, yes, all of those things are sad, but, like, the Lord has also provided me with, like, an overwhelming sense of joy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I... I mean, my my dad died, and yes, I'm. I, it's been a very hard struggle, and I've been really sad about it. But like, I've also been so joyful. Like yeah, the Lord has filled yeah. me with like a joy it's that like is a new joy. so unexplainable. Mm-hmm. It, it's like so crazy how the Lord works. But yes, like I I wouldn't change a thing because I think that every situation that I've been through, everything that I've done, has led me to who I am today. Yeah. And like, I mean, I my favorite thing is that whenever I'm in a Wednesday or Sunday service and I can leave knowing that I talked to this student about this and yes, this student about this yeah. and this student about this 
because I've been there and yeah. I can give them, because like, I mean, if a student comes up to me and is like, hey, what do you do, like, if you have a bad relationship with your dad? Yeah. And I've never had a bad relationship with my dad. Yeah. I can give hard. them, I can give them answers. You can give them, like, biblical, like, this is what you should do, but but now I it. But now I can be passionate about it. I can give them empathy towards it because it's something that I've been through. Yes. Something that I've, like, experienced. And, I mean, even not even students. Like, I've had dream teamers and college students, like, talk to me about these things. And it's, it's, it's just, honestly... I love how the Lord works through even the saddest of things to mm-hmm. make them, like, so good. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much my testimony. Yeah. But... Yes. So, my story is, like, you, you, I grew up very, I guess, traditionally Christian. Like, I went to church. I went to a Christian school that was actually K-4 through 12th grade, which I, most people don't even have K-4s, but it's, like, it's pre-kindergarten. Yeah. But K-4 through 12th grade. And, you know, tiny, tiny school. It had, like, no more than, like, 500 people. And so I grew up surrounded by being told about Jesus. And so, like, that was the only thing I ever knew. And then all my jobs were in a Christian setting. I worked at Chick-fil-A. I worked at a private practice doctor's office. But the doctor was a Christian and all that stuff. And so I never really adventured out beyond, like, a Jesus community and a Jesus, you know, four walls of this is who the Lord is and these are the things you should do. And um, I was like a pretty good, just chill high schooler until my freshman year of high school. I met this guy and my best friend at the time started like doing some like not great things. And Mm -hmm. I was just not supporting her, but I was just like, you know, it's high school. And in my mind, I was like, this is the time to mess up, but I'll never do it. Then I met a guy and like, he was just very attractive and very um, convincing and, like, a sweet talker. And so, like, he just ended up convincing me to do things that, like, I never thought I would do. And then it, like, snowballed majorly. And I ended up, like, cheating on my boyfriend with the guy and something I would never, like, yeah. ever have imagined myself to do. Um, and which is awful. Like, the fact that, like, I cheated on somebody, that's just, like, yeah. it's something I, I don't know. It's just... That's uh, hard yeah. for me to, like, be like, oh, my gosh, I did that. Truly, yeah. I don't think the guy knows I ever did. But <laughs> well, if you're listening to today's podcast, sorry <laughs> to break it to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, anyways, I ended up cheating on my boyfriend with the guy and, like, then continued for, like, three years to have a relationship, not relationship, have a situationship where we never dated, but we just did stuff we should not have done. And it, I just got very deep into it, and it became truly my, like not identity, but I guess my identity, it felt like a part-time job, truly, because I was, like, hiding everything, but there was a ton of my friends, and I were all doing it, so it was, like, whatever, but then I'd go to chapel, and I'd go to church, and I'd live a double life, and I'm, like, what is happening, and then um, I got another, like, a friend transferred, and she truly, like, to this day is still one of the best friends I've ever had, and I love her, but we just don't really talk anymore, but she came in my junior year of high school, and in, like, a a really bad part of my life where I was just super depressed and I was like, I wasn't eating right. I was depressed. I was anxious because of just all the things I've done. And because of all of the like double life I was living of like doing inappropriate things and then also going to church and then lying to my parents. And then like also just, you know, like being a student leader in my life or my, yeah. but then like hiding all this stuff on my phone and like, it was just awful. It caused me so much anxiety and depression. And then, I just didn't eat and I was in like an awful place and I met this friend and 
she um, was just, she smoked, like, back in, when I was high school, when Taylor and I were high school, jewels were very popular. Yeah. Like, vapes. And so she had a jewel, and, like, I just started smoking nicotine, like, all the time. I loved it. It felt, it made my brain at ease. It really helped with my anxiety, like, all this <laughs> stuff. And so then I became, like, very dependent on nicotine, and which caused my depression to go even further down yeah. the drain and all that stuff. And then at that point, like, my friends that I had grown up with, because, like I said, this school was, like, a tiny school. So I had, in high school, four best friends that we had been with each other since first grade. And so my four best friends were, like, noticing, like, everything I was doing. And they got, like, very, like, like walked away from me was not my friend, which caused the depression spiral to go down, but it also caused me to, like, open my eyes and be like, well, what would make my four friends that have known me since I was in first grade, like, walk away? You know what I mean? And so it was the first week of April, and my church did this thing where it was, um, like, a first Wednesday service or something. So it actually might have been the end of March, and it was a Wednesday night service, and me and my friend who was, like, just – really liked nicotine and like our two guy friends all sat together at church and then afterwards we sat out in a parking lot and if you've ever seen a jewel pod or heard of a jewel pod they like last a a smoker like a week or two Mm -hmm. and I was like dared to like hit it all in like one night or something like that and I did and I went home and proceeded to violently throw up and like that was the moment where I was like what am I doing like why am I doing this? And then that Sunday at church, I was really depressed, hadn't eaten in like three days. It was April 4th of 2018. And I was sitting in church and I could not hold myself up. I remember the exact outfit I was wearing. I was wearing a striped dress and a jean jacket. Like I, I could not hold myself up. I was trying to listen but I was so low on food and energy that I was, like, either going to pass out or throw up. So I remember leaving the sanctuary and, like, at this point, the friend that was also, like, doing bad things with me had also stopped talking to me. And I didn't know why. Uh-oh. And, like, I, like, was trying to, like, see the good in it or see the, like, why is this happening type. Almost like the show me a sign God kind yeah. of deal. I remember leaving the sanctuary and coming, like, I went to the bathroom, gained, my, like, regained my, like, consciousness. Yeah. Came back, and I was, like, I, I was so exhausted and so, like, mentally, like, not there and physically not there that I was standing against the wall, like, waiting to go back up into the stadium. And I could, I was, like, I'm just going to stay here and listen to the rest of the sermon. And they did altar call, altar call, because I grew up in a church, like, the one that we go to, they kind of do an altar call almost after mm-hmm, every service. Yeah. And they did an altar call and all that stuff. And I remember our, my like home pastor being like, I feel like there's someone in this room who like needs to rededicate their life. But like they have, they like either have left the room or like just left the room or like just walked back into the room. And I remember being like, Oh, Oh crap. That's me. (laughs) Like, and I never like, Again, little, like, 17-year-old Sarah depressed and yeah. physically fatigued and knowing she's... De- physically, <laughs> physically fatigued. Knowing she's doing bad things. I, like, raised my hand but, like, didn't really go forward yeah. or anything. But I knew in my, like, spirit that, like, that was a turning point. So I went to lunch with my family afterwards. I'm sitting at Cheddar's and I, again, was like, I'm going to pass out. Like, I can't hold myself up because I haven't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, guys, I'm just going to go sit in the car. I literally... retelling the story it seems like a dream I don't remember living this like that's how just like so out of it I was and I sat in my car I didn't have my phone because it was dead 
And I remember being like, okay, God, if that, like, word was truly for me, then, like, you need to, you need to tell me something. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired and I don't have the energy to even think straight. Yeah. And, again, my phone was dead. I had nothing. I was just sitting in a car and my grandma's Bible was in the back seat. <laughs> so I like, grabbed the Bible and I was like, if you want to talk to me, this is your chance. Basically, like, now or nothing. It's so funny that, like, now, now knowing what we know and, like, like you were talking yeah. about. I would never Biblically, do that. I would, I would never be like, Lord, show me something. Yeah, but, right now or I'm revolting. I mean, when you're in such a... A sad place or like a dark a, place. Like a place of such, like, despair yeah, or, like, that's des- all you desperation. Know. You're like... Ultimatums are truly all you know. Yeah. And so the Lord, I, I, like, felt like I was supposed to go to this verse, and I went to the verse, and I won't share the verse, but, but the exact same thing that it said was the exact same thing that happened the reason me and my friend were not speaking Mm. and I was like oh okay you did talk to me kind of deal yeah and like at this point in my life I wasn't like against God but I was basically like what facts do I have to prove to to, to believe he's real I mean yeah you're like I mean you like medical stuff you're into science so I mean that's just how your brain works that's how my brain works is show me the facts so I wasn't like an anti, like, I wasn't an atheist. I wasn't saying that there was See, no that's, God. See, that's kind of how I was, too. Like, yeah. I never didn't believe there was, like, my whole, like, since I knew about Jesus, like, I believed in Jesus, but mm-hmm. I was, mine was more of, like, a, how could you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no I get that, yes. Yeah. Mine was just more of, like, a, like, what do I have to get the facts of why mm-hmm. you're real? Or, like, yeah. like you know, just, just again, sci- scientifically, like, how, do, how can somebody prove to me? And now if you were to ask me that, there's, I could give you so many bulleted items of, like, why the Lord is real and why oh, I believe yeah. he's real. But at that point, that was, like, truly all I needed. To be, like, the Lord sees me mm-hmm. and the Lord cared enough when he did not have to. Because, again, I grew up in church. I knew that me asking the Lord for an ultimatum was so, so like, yeah. biblically wrong. Like, what's the one about the, what's that Bible story about, like, the sheep or something? Like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, that is so wrong like you should never do that and I knew that but like at that low point in my life I knew he needed to I mean to. there's just I mean like I was saying earlier like there's just times like when you're far away from the Lord that you're just so desperate you're yeah. like I just need something mm-hmm. I need one little thing yeah and like God is like so gracious and he has so much yes. grace for us that I mean, even in moments like that, he's like, okay. No, I think that if I were to do that now, he oh, would, like, like, mentally slap me upside the head and mm-hmm. be like, what the heck you are know, you doing? You know, you yeah. know, yeah. But, so anyways, from that moment on, I was like, you know, okay, like, I need to get my life together. And I still did stupid stuff, and I still, yeah. I, like, got, became friends with the girl that um, kind of was, like, doing all the bad stuff with me. And I became friends with all my uh, elementary school best friends, and we were fine, and whatever that Mm -hmm. summer I started working at Chick-fil-a and that's when I really found my like true high school friends and those are the people that like I think I said this before but like when I think of like my high school best friends it's my Chick-fil-a friends not Mm -hmm. my high school not not friends from my high school and um my senior year of high school is when I like took it seriously like was dedicated to the Lord Mm -hmm. still screwed up but like was truly on fire for the Lord and that's when I actually lost all my friends because I mean um choosing the lord yeah and i occasionally hung out with them but not really and every time i did hang out with people that i shouldn't have i ended up doing old things so like my senior year of high school was when i realized like yeah i became like the lord stripped me of everyone and everything 
to show me that I, I can't put my, like, like, I have to believe in him and I have to put all my faith in him mm-hmm. or I'm not going to get anywhere in life. Yeah. And I actually wrote a paper my senior year of high school called, I don't remember what I called it, but it basically was off of, um, like, when the Lord tries to remove someone from your life and you don't let them, he will physically remove them. Or, like, when the Lord yeah. tries to tell you to remove someone from their life and you don't, he will, phys- he will like, do something to cause yeah. strife. Is strife yeah. the word I want? Sure. Yeah. I don't really um, And, like, that's what he did my senior year yeah. of high school. And it was so hard because, like, I just felt so alone. Mm-hmm. And, like, we Taylor and I are such social butterflies. But if that never happened, I would not, like have the relationship with the Lord that I do today. And then the gyms are like me ending up at gyms or college. Totally don't even remember how it happened because it was such a whirlwind. I basically like didn't know what I wanted to do for college and I wanted to take a year off, but I knew that if I took a year off, I would not not do what I was going to do. So it's a really crazy story how it all happened, but ended up at gyms or college. And then, but at that point in my life, I was pretty like, I mean, if you're about to go to a leadership college, you're pretty on fire for the Lord. And if you're not, you'll find out pretty quick, you know? I'm not going to lie. Literally almost up until the day that I went to James for college. Well, yeah, was, that's what no. I mean. But I meant like when you're in James for college. Oh, like, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like being in James for college, I, I truly believe is like the thing that like, like that's the Lord used that yeah. to like save me. Yeah. Basically, oh, 100%, from my yeah. own self. Yeah. And Be- I, because I was, like, in such a time of, like, despair and, like, yeah. desperation mm-hmm. that I, like, needed something. And it's so crazy about, like, I, I, like, remember being, like, in my first year of high school and just, like, praying that the Lord would give me good friends. And, like, then I would pick friends that mm-hmm. he did, like, yeah, yeah he would, like, show me people and I'd be like, they're not exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. And then, then I remember, like being in that time of, like, loneliness right before I went to James River College where I was like, please, Lord, yes. please. Oh, yeah, I was about friends. to say that. Like, the amount of time my church had prayer and fasting or had uh, 6 a.m. prayer every Tuesday morning mm-hmm. at 6 a.m. And every, my senior year of high school, I went every single Tuesday. That's awesome. And the amount of minutes I spent my senior year of high school probably praying for the friends that I do now, like I have yeah. now, truly paid off first of all but second of all like I just could not imagine like telling my high school self that like the friends I have now mm-hmm. are actually good friends because I same in high school you do not realize how much your friends influence you and here's my thing is like looking back on my high school years and I'm sure whenever if you're listening in your high school now you one day you're gonna see this is I, I believed that I had the best friends in the whole world Yeah, same. Like, I thought we were going to, like, grow uh, up together. I, yeah. And be n- my man of honor. Not that they're bad people at all. But, like, looking back on it now, the way that my friends I have now treat me, especially my guy friends. Like, I have, I mean, all of my friends' boyfriends are now my and yeah. husbands are now my guy friends. And, like, the gentleness and, like, the kindness that these, like, guys and even my friends that are girls treat me with. I could not even fathom boys treating me like yes. that in high school, yep. who I thought were my best friends, who I thought were going to know my kids someday. Yeah. It is, like, so crazy, the kind of things that, like, just, you just let happen in high school. You're like, oh, it's high school. This is just how it happens. But, honestly, like, you said you had a really lonely season, um, like, after the Lord had, like, kind of, like, yeah. took away the people yes, that were your yeah. home. And, honestly, I had that 
right after I graduated James River College, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I already knew you guys, but I... It was different. Like, when we graduated college, I was working at the church already, mm-hmm. Emily was working at the church already, and I'm pretty sure Salem was already at Evangel. So she was yeah. already kind of, like, removed it, a yeah. little. It, and, like, all, actually, all three of my friends were working at the church, mm-hmm. and it was a very lonely season because I wasn't, and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And they were always so busy, and I was, I just wasn't. And so... Like, I truly believe that the Lord gave me that time to, one, appreciate the friends that I have, and also be like, hey, I'm still here. Like, you might have the best friends in the world, but, like, you have to remember me. Yeah. Which was, like, honestly, like, kind of, like, a humbling time, because, like, I have grown exponentially, and I would say that I'm very independent now, but I was very dependent, because all my life, I'd always had people that I've... Oh, they yeah. go to parties, I'm going to go to parties. Oh, oh they yeah. do this, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So whenever I came to James River College, I, like, found people and, like, kind of clung to them in that way. Oh, Sarah does this, I'm going to do that. Emily does yeah. this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Salem does this, I'm going to do that. So it was, like, a an unhealthy thing that I didn't see as unhealthy because they were good friends. Yeah, now. yeah. So I, yeah, I, I get the that. Lord, like, used that season in my life where I didn't work at the church, and honestly, I grew closer to Him in that time, and now I'm, like... Oh, I can be by myself. I can hang out. By my- I love being alone. And yeah. Because it's time that I can spend with the Lord. Yeah. I feel like the only reason that I feel independent and I feel like I can... I mean, it's hard for me to be alone still, but... And I think it's hard for me to be alone because... Which is something I should talk to your therapist about, not on a podcast, but it's because it <laughs> brings me back to, like my like my senior year of high school days where I like just I loved the Lord with all my heart but I was sad and I was just so yeah fit again physically fatigued yeah. and like mentally sick mm-hmm. and even though it's different and I'm surrounded with people like when I get to those times like when I am having a busy week and then so yeah. is everybody else but we're doing different things it's hard for me to like not go back to that place of like I mean yeah you know but those moments shaped me into being okay with like I can get through this basically yeah and I don't regret this is maybe a hot take but I if I had to relive it all over again and I started back at my eighth grade year into my going into my freshman year I would not want to do it differently which I I wouldn't either like and I I mean I feel like people are like, why would you want to do all-? like? But like I was saying earlier, I would not have the impact, the influence, the communication skills, the yeah. I mean, the understanding, the empathy. I wouldn't have any of those things that I have. The love for people, I would yeah. not have and any I mean, some of people, those things. Some people in high school are doing it right. Like they are loving the Lord and they're yeah. doing it. Shout out Lizzie Wells. Yes. I know that you listen to this. We love Lizzie Wells. <laughs> Shout out. And, like, she loves the Lord mm-hmm. fiercely with everything yes. in her. And go you. Yeah. But, like, I did not have, at least I feel, and I think you can agree to this, I did not have the adequate mentors and resources uh-huh. to know that that's what I should be doing in high school. 100%. And so, and maybe, you know what, honestly... Sometimes it just happens. Even if I did have the adequate resources and mentors, I probably still would have done this the things I did. Just because of my community, of, like, who I was surrounded myself with. But if I had to relive it, I would not want to change a thing. I am so glad I did the stupid things Uh, that I did. And I got myself in so much trouble. Guys, I literally, because of me, a police officer had to come talk to our entire school about something. Embarrassing. But I I would live that embarrassing moment again. 
because it taught me so, so much. much. So and, many things. And us saying this is in no way, shape, or form being like, go do bad things. Go live, things. yeah. That, because but if because you have... Here's, because here's the thing. If, if you hearing us say this, oh, Taylor did it, I can do it. I am not encouraging that at all because I, the depression, yeah. the hurt that I felt living in those times is not worth it. The, but, like, sick mentality that it brings you is so low. Like, but, it is just such a low point that it brings. But on the other hand, if you have been through things like Sarah and I have been through, like, it's okay. Yeah. And, like, it's teach it teaches you things. And, I mean, it it helps you understand things in a, in a new way. But also, I, I, people, whenever I, like, talk to people who have grew up in church their whole life, and it was, like, I mean, they did bad things, but, like, But not really. Here, and, like, they told me their testimony, and, like, I'm sharing mine, and they're like, wow, like, that's so amazing. Uh-huh. I'm like, yours is too! I don't understand, you don't understand the amount that I would give to have be like, to be like, I've loved the Lord faithfully my whole life. Yeah. And I've hardly ever strayed from the Lord. Yeah. That is such a testimony in itself of, you like, strength that somebody has to have lived a life where they, like, hardly ever stray from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... That's not what my life is like. Would I change it? No. Would I have loved for it to be different? Yeah. 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 But if I had to relive it all again, I would do this. I would do it all. Yeah. Because it taught me so much and it made me... I mean, I would not be... Truly, I would not be the funny person I am if I didn't have to go through the low depression moments. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. But... Yeah. And, you know what, I, d- I just feel like I need to say this, because I don't, I mean, I don't really know everybody who listens to our podcast, yeah. I, it could be random people we've never met before, but, I mean, Sarah, like, we have an Instagram, I mean, we have our own personal Instagrams, too, like, but if you are going through something, yeah. and, like, need, like Sarah was talking about, like, mentors in your life who are there to love on you and care for you, like, if we had those when we were younger, I'm sure yeah. we, things would have been a little different. But, like, if you need something like that, like, Sarah and I, I mean, I know we're busy, but we'll be there. Yeah. Even if you live in Idaho and I've never met you before. Yeah, for sure. The potato <laughs> land. Like. Oh, wait, that's Iowa. No, that's Idaho. I think a lot of places love potatoes. Okay. But, like, I genuinely, like, <laughs> I think that the Lord has given us, me and Sarah, the talents of talking to literally oh, nothing yeah. right now. So that we can be here for, like, like, I think this is something that the Lord has put on our hearts mm. so we can help other people. Hey!